Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, hosted by me, Catherine Pond. Please join me each week as I dive into a new witchy topic, along with occasionally sharing stories of growing up in the church and how breaking away from the church helped me embrace the witch I was born to be. phase for February 26, 2022 is waning crescent. Some ways to work with this phase of the moon is strength, fertility, healing, creativity, and manifesting. The sign, the moon sign for this date is in Capricorn, and Capricorn rules over the knees, joints, skeletal system, and teeth. The card for this week is the best friends. And when I pulled it, it was in reverse. So in reverse, this card represents um, uh, when you see this card in reverse, I should say, it might mean that If friendship is changing, perhaps, um, you know, uh, they are moving or you are moving, or perhaps you are going through a period of time where you're debating whether or not this is somebody you should keep around. Um, Are they serving your highest purpose or are they unintentionally or not um, leading you or... um, yeah, leading you down the wrong path. Um, so that's the card for this week. Uh, as always, the card uh, will be posted and the description of the card that I pulled for the week will be over on all social medias, which is linked in the description of each week's episode. Um, but with that being said, let's jump into this week's episode, which is how to find a deity. Um, So for me, um, when it came to Hecate, for example, um, it just took me some time to realize that she had always been around, that she just was always, my whole life, as long as I can possibly remember, she was always trying to reach out to me and get my attention and be like, hey, I'm here. But because of my upbringing, um, being indoctrinated into um, the Christian church, and then coming from a family where, um, you know, my dad being a pastor and all that, um, where I was where it was like instilled in me that I should never have my own thoughts or anything that's outside of the normal realm of the church and the family. Uh, Because most likely me being, and of course this is what I was taught, I know this isn't real, but me being a naive girl that is most likely Satan trying to guide me down the wrong path. Um, So I say all that to say that that's why it took me so long to realize that my whole life Hecate was just reaching out to me. Um, So go with your 
you know, pay attention, listen, and don't just listen to your gut. Your gut is great, but also listen and see what they are saying to you, you know, uh, pay attention and see if you find any, uh, return, re, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like repeating symbols, signs, animals. And if you do see that, then look them up and see what their meanings are and what deities is associated with that symbol that's constantly repeating for you. Um, for some people, like I said, the gut feeling, you get it in your gut or like, you know, a heavy feeling in your, um, your chest, your, you know, your air passageway might feel tight for other people. It might be a shivering down your spine, down your back. Um, so pay attention, really get to know how your body reacts when the out, outside world is trying to get your, when the universe is trying to get your attention. Um, I know for me, it's a mixture between my gut and my chest getting tight and the air passageway getting constricted. It's like I feel pressure on me. Um, I tend to get the shivering down the spine if I'm getting like super excited about something like, you know, I'm in the process of working with my deities and I'm just like super excited. And then I get like an exciting shiver down my spine. Um, but for you, that might be different. So, um, just pay attention to the symbols. Um, and this, what I'm about to say goes back to paying attention, listening, listen to a positive voice within your, uh, surroundings, you know, listen and see if not only if like a recurring animal or flower, whatever, what, what you may have, uh, keeps showing up, but like if, for example, let's say somebody, let's say you constantly get people saying to you, you need to work on, you know, your boundaries and not divulging everything about yourself right away off the bat to everyone you meet. That, for example, for me, for me, for example, that's Loki. I know he came to me or I feel like he came to me in that moment where I realized that part of me that feels like I need to divulge everything right away stems, again, from growing up in the Christian church. And the church um, has this way that they make you feel guilty if you do not share every little disgusting detail about your life. And then what the church does is they store that information away. And then when you say or do something that they deem wrong, they use it against you. So for me, Loki showed up to be like, it's okay. It's not bad to, you can shape shift. You can have different identities just like Loki does. That's what he does. He shape shifts his different identities. He shows up different ways to different people. The way he might show up for me is totally different for somebody else, which is totally fine. And I have, I am in the process. I should say I'm in the process of learning with Loki. He's helping me learn that 
not everybody needs to know the exact same thing about you. You've got to filter out who has earned what information about you. For example, for those of you that have listened right from the get-go of this episode, you will remember that I used to go by my first name, Rachel. And uh, towards the end of last year, I came to the realization that I no longer identify with that name. For me, that name is associated with my traumatic upbringing, my childhood, whatnot. So, um, back, what was it, 2020, I think it was, 2020, I legally changed my last name, and at that time, I took the middle name Catherine, um, to honor Hecate, because Catherine derives from the name from Hecate. So, I started... at the end of last year telling everybody just to call me Catherine and it has really helped me a lot because not only do I feel more comfortable in my skin but also it has helped me uh, differentiate the people that truly care about me and want to honor my feelings because I have a good chunk of people in my life that still call me by my first name Um, And that has taught me right then and there when I realized that they did not even make an effort to attempt to remember to call me Catherine, that um, they don't deserve to know that much about me. They just, those people just know surface stuff. And uh, those that have attempted to make the change and remember that I prefer to go by my middle name now, those are the people that I let into my life a little bit more. So I say all this to say that um, Loki just has, I have learned so much with him. Um, And um, I I forget what the beginning of that all was, but yeah, um, again, for you, it might not be Loki. It might be somebody completely different, a different deity, but that's fine. Um, Some other ways that um, a deity might be reaching out to you is through smells. Um, for example, Hecate is associated something, um, a plant that is associated with her, a flower is a lavender. So if you are smelling a lot of lavender and there's no lavender around, you know, maybe it's Hecate reaching out and trying to get your attention. For me, when she wants my attention, she throws snakes at me. I have n- I have dreams. I have visions throughout the day. I just feel the energy of snakes. So pay attention to uh, your visions, your dreams, and smells. Um, let's see. Some other ways um, is um, symbols and signs. So, um, I'm going to use Loki again, for example, because he's one of my deities. Um, if you, I'm sure you have seen the symbol for, um, the Norse, the Norse symbol, the huge snake, and he's like swallowing his tail. That symbol is associated with Loki. 
Uh, so if you're constantly seeing pictures or seeing videos talking about that snake and you're seeing the snake, like the picture of it, like swallowing its tail, maybe that's his way of like jumping out at you. Um, some other ways to uh, connect with or, or find your deity is through tarot. Pull cards and ask uh, questions. Um, some other, um, I think I mentioned this briefly before, but write out a list. Not only a list of things that you desire in a deity, but also things that... Um, traits in the deity that will help you um, improve the things that you're trying to improve on. Um, Doing research. Once you've done the tarot pulling and you've written your list out and you're identifying, you know, symbols that are coming your way or visions and whatnot, write down the list of the deities that you feel like that are calling to you and do research on them. You know, look into it. What are they associated with? And what do they, uh, what do they typically uh, help with? What, what are their strong suits? Um, also, some other things to do is look at yourself. What are the things that you love? What are the things that you hold? Um, you know, what are your standards? What are... Um, what motivates you um and just ask all these questions and and asking these questions not only helps you get to know yourself but will also help you identify what deities are a good fit for you because you want a deity that has similar morals and standards and views like you that doesn't mean you want them to be a copycat as you of you you want somebody that will uh, push you and and encourage you, but uh, just like seeking out a good friend or a significant other, you want somebody that, when it comes down to the nuts and bolts of things, have the general, basically the same standards as you. Um, also, ask yourself: Do you find yourself typically leaning more towards like? the dark shadow work and and animal bones and and things like that you know working with the dark magic or do you find yourself typically leaning more towards the light the happy the the joyful part of magic and remember neither one is right or wrong and one cannot exist without the other um i was on reddit a couple days ago and somebody wrote a post asking you know, um, she or they, I, I don't know why I said she, I don't know their gender, but they were writing that, um, they were saying how some, for a good chunk of time, they would like lean into like the dark magic and they'll be vibing totally with that. And then all of a sudden they just flip right into like light magic and I commented and I said what I just said a second ago that it's not bad the important thing is to find that middle ground because one cannot exist without the other you need both elements to have a healthy practice now that does not mean that there aren't people that favor one over the other that's totally fine but just remember they 
they exist together. They need one another. Um, um, let's see. Meditation. Meditation is a great way to just sit in your thoughts or or whatever meditation means to you. I know I've given examples in the past of other forms of meditation besides just sitting on the floor and in silence and having your eyes closed. You know, whatever activity you do that gets you into that calm, zen mindset, whether that's putting on your favorite music and just letting it the music move through you and you just randomly dance, or if that's sewing or knitting, what have you, you fill in the blank. Whatever you do to achieve that meditation state, do that. That's a great way to uh, connect with uh, deities that may be trying to reach out to you. The other thing I want to mention before I close out this week's episode is... Don't be disappointed if the deity, if a deity comes to you and they don't appear the way they are typically described in their stories, you know, um, or Loki, again, he's, he's famous for this. Um, Traditionally, he has like blue skin and um, a lot of people, they don't see him like that. He doesn't always show up the way... um, he's depicted in stories in legend so um i was listening to a podcast a couple months ago and they the whole top the whole podcast the whole topic was about loki and there was a woman on the podcast with like a couple guys and she said you know in the beginning she wasn't sure that it was loki reaching out to her because when he showed up he was wearing uh, ripped jeans and a band tee and she's like it took her a minute to realize that that is how she, he shows up for, to her um because that's comfortable for her that's a comfortable way of seeing him um seeing Loki um and you know for you it might be totally different um but that's okay. And I just want to put that out there because just in case somebody's listening to this and like, oh, I feel like such and such deity is talking to me, but they don't look the way they're typically described. It just means they're showing up to you in a different way. And who knows, down the road, they might divulge their true form to you and they may never divulge it. It just depends on the relationship and where how it progresses between you and that deity. Um, but with all that being said, I think that's where I'm going to end this week's episode. If you would like to join me in keeping the conversation going, you can do so by checking out the podcast over on Spotify, where each week there will be a question attached to the podcast, and you can leave your comment. I look forward to hear what you all have to say. (laughs) 
I want to thank you for spending this time with me. I truly appreciate it. I will be back next week with a brand new topic. If you would like to keep up with the podcast in the meantime, the links to all social medias will be in the description of this week's episode. But in the meantime, I hope you all have a magical week.